0: You're listening to the official podcast of Resurgence Initiatives,
1: inspiring people to arise together. For more information, go to liveresurgence.com.
0: We, we are excited tonight um, to have uh, Pastor Dino Sc- Scaria, did I said that right? And, um, Pastor Dino is, um, pastors, uh, New Seasons Punjabi Church in Edmonton, but he also is, uh, associate pastor, I believe, of, uh, Zion Apostolic Ministries International Edmonton, ZAMI, and, um, and as I prayed for tonight, I really felt to ask Pastor Dino to come and to share, and, um. And I, you know, he has those titles and and those two things, Um, but I know this man really loves the presence of God. He has a heart for um, Edmonton and the nation, and um, more than his titles and more that he's in the city and and all that, um, I'm asking him because he's become a friend in this season, and we have started to connect, and God's just kind of crossed our paths, and um, we, we met for lunch, and we have same taste in food, um, the same taste as our lead team does. We like Earls. And right, Karis? You love Earls. <laughs> and um, But we have the same taste. And we started to talk, and we talked for two hours, and there was just a... You know, when there's people you're around and there's a connect, and as you know, Resurgence, we do stuff out of a relationship. Relationship is key, and friendship, and so as I, as I heard his heart, I just, I left that meeting going, I need to ask him to come speak. I just knew it. I just, there's just that similar heartbeat, and we're just on the same page, and God's doing something through him and his life, and, and so I'm really honored, and I want you to give a really, really warm welcome tonight to my friend, Pastor Dino.
1: Thank you so much. (laughs) That's kind of a rock star. Welcome there. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, It's such an honor and a privilege for me to be here with all of you. Um, I love Travis. We met once for lunch. And I tell you, such a humble man. You're so blessed to have such a leader. And that's your cue to give a clap and applause to your leader. God is using him so mightily in this city, and uh, God is a good God. Now, um, I've met so many people, but I want to say one more thing about uh, Travis. During the course of our conversation, I really felt comfortable. You know, there are some people the Lord used mightily, and all of a sudden they come with an air. They come with a vibe, but uh, Travis, uh, so much depth and yet so humble, and I tell you, I left that place so blessed after talking to Travis as well, so praise God for the man of God, amen. Um, Also, I want to say that the Lord is doing something so tremendous in the city. God is bringing so many churches together, so many young people together, and I truly believe the Lord is raising a mighty army in the city of Edmonton, amen. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Now, uh, as Travis have already mentioned, I know a few other people here in the front as well. Good to have all of you or to see all of you and to be in your company. Praise God. And Carrie's have helped me a couple times with my... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Um, I'm an associate pastor at Zion Apostolic Ministries International, SAMI, we call it. Um, we have... Uh, young people and also others here as we're well, young at heart here as well it's good to have all of you with us god is moving powerfully and um I want to bring the church's greeting to all of you. I also pastor at the Punjabi Church. As you heard, the Lord is doing something beautiful there as well. Praise God. We had a conference a couple months ago or last month. And I tell you, we had about 600 people or so come for that conference. And it was a powerful conference. Um, I tell you, in the last few months, we had so many people, new people come, even Hindus and others come to the Lord through that ministry. So praise God for what the Lord is doing. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, I don't think I have to make this comment, but let me just make this. Um, In the body of Christ, there is diversity. And that means that there is more than one kind. There are so many varieties. So my preaching style may be different than what you're used to. (laughs) but I want all of you to join together appreciate and you know welcome a different style than what we are used to is that okay Uh, uh, praise God and also that means I'm an interactive preacher which means that you're going to preach together with me Amen. amen let's pray father in the name of your son Jesus Christ we come to the throne room of grace and we ask the Holy Spirit To move in this place. Touch your people. Transform your people. We declare that this place is sacred. In the name of Jesus. We declare this place to be sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are not here just as babes. But we are here as mature children of God. And we are today asking for you to move in a mighty manner. Lord tonight let Jesus be lifted up. Let Jesus Christ be lifted up in this place. Have your way. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And everybody said, amen Amen and amen. Let me just say uh, about me, just a couple more words. Uh, About 10 years ago, I moved to Edmonton in 2008. And I'm so glad to hear that resurgence started about 10 years ago. But what is fascinating to me is that this last Monday, while I was praying, I heard this Number I heard this voice and the voice that I heard was number 10. There's something special, there's something significant about this number 10. And what the Lord brought to my attention was that it was after the 10th plague that Israelites came out of Egypt. It was after the 10th plague, the Israelites came out of their Egypt, their slave house and moved to their promised land. And I want to declare tonight, and I, let me just say this. I said this to a couple of people who are sitting here right now. Tuesday when I had a visit or Wednesday when I had a visit with them, I mentioned to them, I'm hearing this number 10. I don't know what it means, but I do know that it is a season where people of God are moving closer to their promise. And I want to say tonight, resurgence is moving closer to their core. Resurgence is moving closer To the revival that they are being they have been tarrying. Resurgence is getting closer to what the Lord has called them. Come on, can I get some people tonight? Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Thank God for the resurgence community. Let's read a verse from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, and we're gonna read verse 42. The Gospel of John chapter 1, verse 42. It's talking about Peter. He brought him to Jesus. And Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John or Jonas. You are Simon. You are, are. Right now you are. You are Simon, the son of John. But you shall be, you will be called Cephas. You will be Peter. Amen right now in the present you are Simon you are the wobbly wishy-washy Simon you are the inconsistent Simon but I'm going to transform your life to become strong rock-solid Peter right now you are Simon but despite of where you are and despite of what you are and what you're going through, I'm going to make you a man that I have in mind. I'm going to make you a man who is strong, who is going to be very different than who you are right now. Have you ever wondered why you are where you are? Have you ever wondered how you ended up in this place? You had high hopes, you had dreams and aspirations, and then all of a sudden, it seems like it is all coming down, crumbling down on you. It's all crashing. Have you ever been in a situation like that? You had high hopes and you thought everything is going to go so smoothly and then life hits you. You wanted a relationship and then all of a sudden you did not it seem (laughs) like you got the person you wanted there are people there are people sitting here today praying god give me a man give me a woman give me a girlfriend give me a man give me a man it's like an auction give me a man give me a wife give me a girlfriend Uh, give me but (laughs) going once going twice now (laughs) And then uh, there are people sitting right next to you thinking, God, please somehow get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so you had high hopes and you had dreams and you have aspirations and, you, were th- and you, were th- or you thought you were going to get there. But all of a sudden, things have gone wrong. Have you ever been in that situation? I'm talking tonight about Peter, who had to go through, who had to go through such a situation. When Jesus saw him, he said to him, you are Peter, you're going to be Peter. And now he thinks he's the cat's meow and the dog's bow-wow. He, th- <laughs> he thought he's going to get there. But what he then encountered and the journey was not the easiest one. Before I go any further with the story, of John, or the story of Peter, how he became a Peter, how his journey was transformed. Before I get in there, let me just give you some observations. The title of my message is Transformation, Being Transformed. Transformed from being a finicky Simon to a fiery Peter. Finicky Simon to a fiery Peter. Transformation. What is transformation? I looked up the word and I'm not, from, I'm not from Canada as you can see. From India, from Kerala. I don't know English as well as you know. So I looked up the meaning of the word transformation. And I saw a few synonyms. I saw a few words. One is turning around, being transformed. One is metamorphosis. How do you say it? From a tadpole to a frog. From a cocoon to a butterfly. Transformation. God's desire for each one of us is for us to be transformed. If you want to know the will of God in your life, the will of God is for you, is for, for me, for us. To be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ, His Son. That is the will of God. To be transformed. To be transformed. To be transformed. And when I looked at, you know, metamorphosis, it means that there's something like cocoon. It looks one way at the beginning and then later it takes on the shape and the composition and takes on the appearance of something totally different. And the will of God for each one of us is for us to be transformed into the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. To be the light and salt of this world and of this earth. To reflect and to radiate the glory of Jesus Christ. I like that when the brother said in the beginning uh, that snow is glory melted. Amen. (laughs) But let me just say this. The will of God for us is to be a reflection of Jesus Christ. To have many Jesus walking on planet earth. The will of God for us is to be transformed. Amen. You are not there yet. You are still Simon. But one day you will be. You will become Peter. You will become the promise of God. You will become what God has called you to be. There are times in our life that we get discouraged by the ups and downs of life, the ebb and flow of life, the mountains and the valleys of life, the dry seasons of life. And we begin to wonder if God really promised you what you heard, if God really said what you thought he said. Oftentimes, one of the difficulties that we face in today's world is that we live in an instant world. We live in a world where everything is so rushed and immediate. And we want everything to be so quick. And if God promised something, God better do it right now. I want it now. We like instant coffee. We like uh, inserting our bank uh, card into the machine and money spits out of the machine. We like everything instant. We just like to go into an elevator, press the button, and take us to number 10. But when God does something, God doesn't do it instantly. Can I just make a couple of exclusive statements? All big things start small. Hallelujah. All big things start small. Do not despise the small beginning. All big things start small. And if you don't go through the process, you can, you can, you can misuse the promise. If you miss the process... And you get to your promise instantly, then you can misuse or abuse your promise. Can I say something to you? A premature blessing can become a curse. What is supposed to be in the future, if you pick it up and if you take it and put it in the now, it can, it can become a curse because you're not able to handle what God has blessed you with or what God has entrusted you. you. Are you with me so far? So we need to appreciate process. Transformation happens through a process. You get to your promise, through a, promise pro- through a process. It's not always instantaneous. It's not always instantaneous. He takes you through the process. Hallelujah. When you go through the process, you will appreciate what God has given to you. When you miss the process you will abuse the promise look at the prodigal son he got the blessing it was supposed to be his but because he got it way too early he misused it are you with me the man who built the house on the sand he built it quickly yes he's now you know sleeping in his new mansion built on the sand and really enjoying and having a party inside the sand look at me i did it quickly look at you building on the rock it's taking too long But when the rain came, the man's sand building came crumbling down, washed away. But the house built on the rock, went through the process of building. It stayed strong. God's desire for you and I is not to crumble under pressure, not to get to your promise and not to have a bigger platform without developing your character through the, prom- through the process god wants to build character before he takes us to the place that he has called us he doesn't want you and i to crumble but rather stand strong in midst of whatever that happens in midst of crisis and in midst of attacks and in midst of the pressures that we may have to endure as we get to our promise Are you with me god himself appreciates process If you don't believe me, look at Genesis chapter 1. He could have created the whole universe in one day. And in fact, he didn't even need a day. He could have just, at the very first moment, at the very first minute, he could have said, that everything that is supposed to be done throughout day 1 to 6, be there. He could have, but he did not. He went through day 1. He went through day 2, good. Went through day 3, good. He went through day four. Good. And he built it up because he appreciates process. If God can appreciate process, and if God will set an example of working through the process, then we need to appreciate the process that we go through. Come on. Is there any, any assignments in the house? who are becoming peter but right now you are in the place of uncertainty you do not know where you are and what you're doing you feel like your hopes have come crashing down is there anybody like that in this place is there anybody like that in the place that can i have some people who are real you asking god why am i going through this process why am i in this wilderness why am i feeling certain way why am i crying why am i feeling anxious why is my Heart feeling almost like it's about to pop out of my chest. Why am I going through this? Is there anybody who felt that? Yeah. Hallelujah. Even Jesus had to go through it. That devil came to Jesus in Matthew chapter 4 and said to him, If you bow down before me, I will give you all this. If you bow down before me, I'll give you what Jesus, let me just give you a piece of advice. Why do you have to go through the process? Why, uh, why do you have to go through cross? Why do you have to go through all of it? When you could have all that you're working towards right at the be- very beginning. If you bowed before me, I'll give it to you. Why go through the pro- Why go through three and a half years of unnecessary earthly ministry? Why go through the three and a half years of seeing these two disciples? going crazy on you (laughs) why you could just do it now and i'll give it to you but jesus did not bow before the devil and, and 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 gain the promise or take the promise at that moment he went through the process he went through the cross he then rose up again and came back to the same devil and said look at me who is the boss now you, gave, you offered to give it to me then. But I went through the process. And now I don't have to wait for you to give me. It is not your favor you give it to me. I am taking it from you. I'm going to grab it from you. And let me tell you tonight before even I go any further. Some of you are going through the process. But can I prophesy over some people? You are seasoned of waiting and your season of being in that dry process is about to come to an end, come to an end. <laughs> it's about to come to an end. You are about to have a comeback and you're going to tell the devil, look who is the boss now. Look who is the boss now. You challenged me, you threatened me, you said I won't make it. You thought I'm going to be destroying the cross but here I am on the third day risen. On the third day I rose up and I'm coming back to tell you that you don't have the last word I want to declare tonight if there's any attack any one of you going through any temptation you're going through any kind of dryness you're going through I want to declare over to over you you are about to have a comeback (laughs) you are about to have a comeback hallelujah and you're going to tell that big booger I am the boss (laughs) amen hallelujah when you go through the process it's hard. It's difficult. But I tell you something tonight. If you hang in there, God will give you a day of resurrection. God will give you a day of glory. You will have your comeback. I like this song. And the song is sung by Vashon. I don't know if anybody, anyone heard that song. It's called... It won't always be like this. I'm bad with lyrics. But let me let me let me let me try to recollect. It won't oh it won't always be like this. Sooner or later he will turn it around in my favor. Sooner or later he would transform me, He would turn me around, and He would show me His favor. Can I have some people just say that line with me? Sooner or later, He's gonna turn it around for me. Come on, it won't always be like this. It, wo- it won't always be like this. Sooner or later, He would turn it around in my favor. Hallelujah. If you're going through the process, can I just prophesy to you? It won't always be like this. You will have a comeback. You will have a turnaround. (laughs) Hallelujah. Transformation. And transformation is step by step. It's day by day. It's slow. It has its up and down. But I want to say, our God is a faithful God. (laughs) One who promised to you is faithful. The one who promised you is faithful. But he, he lets you and I go through the process because process allows us to appreciate what he's doing in our life. You know, um, when I was young, my parents used to buy me shoes. They bought me their shoes. And... You know, I wear them and throw them under the staircase. Back in India, we have a staircase. And that's where, or under the staircase is where all the shoes goes. And so we throw it under the, under the staircase. And my mom would yell from the kitchen, Dino, clean your shoes. Clean your pants. And I'm like, yeah. Mom, you clean. <laughs> shoes, you clean, mom. <laughs> and my mom would clean. <laughs> And, 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 and then when I was 18 years old, I went to Sydney, Australia. And when I went to Sydney, Australia, you know, now in, in Sydney, Australia, my mom is not with me. <laughs> Two, I have to start working. Back in India, I don't have to work. My parents will provide. And so in Sydney, I am working and, you know, I'm making my money. And as I'm making, you know, doing whatever job and then get some money. And then when I'm getting the, getting. My wages, one of my desire was to buy this new Nike shoes. Some of you are on the verge of burning your Nike shoes, but anyway, that's a separate issue. But, <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But this is this is not twenty years ago. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. It's a few years back. Amen. So <laughs> a few years. Anyway, so I I bought my Nike shoes. It's brand new white Nike shoes and I'm wearing my white, white Nike shoes and every step I take I look down <laughs> to see if there is any speck of dust yeah. any speck of dust on my shoes and then if there is a speck of dust on my shoes I look left, look right, nobody's watching me Cle- <laughs> cleaning my sho- shoes why? now I paid the price I paid for the shoes. Now because I paid for the shoes, I value it and I appreciate it. We need to get to a place where we can appreciate the process. We can appreciate the process. Because if you appreciate the process, when you get to where God has called you, you will not fall down. You will not crumble down. You will not sulk under pressure. You will stand strong. Peter... I'm taking you through a process because when you stand in the upper room of Mark, I want you to be strong, speaking to the Jewish leaders and speaking to the high priest and speaking to the thousands of people who will gather around the upper room. I'm letting you go through the process because there, there will come a day when you will become a rock man. Hallelujah. When you will become your promise Have you ever in the process felt like there's a constant inner conflict? There's a constant turmoil. There is the Simon and there's the Peter. There is the fleshly man Simon and the spirit man Peter. Have you ever gone through that? bombardment, that conflict, there is a Simon telling you it is snowing outside, don't go for a surgeon tonight. But there is a Peter telling you on the other side, get up, go tonight, the worship is going to be powerful, and the word too is going to be, (laughs) amen, amen. So there is, there is a Simon on one side. When you're driving past Jasper Avenue, Nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night, Saturday. Fluid. I know. I don't know. I don't know why the nightclubs are called. But there's a Simon saying, "Just, just, just, just go in," and then there is a Peter saying, "No, you have a promise. You're called to be a rock man." (laughs) Are, Are you with me? Are you with me? There is a constant tug of war that is happening. You are called to fast, and then all of a sudden, food. (laughs) hallelujah amen (laughs) and then some of you some of us be like no i'm fasting till six o'clock and from two o'clock in the afternoon is it six yet is it six yet is it six yet simon is kind of hungry simon is hungry and peter says stay in the presence of god read your bible So there is a constant conflict, a bombardment between Simon and Peter, the flesh and the spirit. The past and the present coming coming together against the promise and the future. Who will win this? But as this tug of war happens, can I encourage you with this one word? That tug of war between Simon and Peter is called contraction. My wife was in the labor room, and as she was in the labor room, it was taking a little while, and the doctors had to administer what they call as oxycodone, I believe, oxycodone, oxytocin, whatever. (laughs) See, (laughs) I wasn't the one who was giving birth, see, I... (laughs) <laughs> Amen. But oxytocin? Oxy- toxin? toxin? I'm glad I didn't call it toxic, you know. Oxy- toxin. Huh? Tox- anyway, that thing. Oxy something. So they administer that stuff through the tube. And, and, and now the contraction is increasing. The pain is increasing. Because that, that contraction is important for the baby to be birthed. When you find the Simon and Peter bombarding and fighting so strongly and intensely within you, can I say to you tonight, it is is contraction. Because you are conceived with a Peter, a promised Peter. You're conceived with a promised Peter. A Peter is growing inside of you. And the Simon is saying, I will not allow Peter to grow. There's a constant struggle. But can I tell you something tonight? In this war, God will win. In this war, your promise will win. In this war, your promised future will win. Sooner or later, he will turn it in my favor. It Whatever you're going through, whatever you are going through, whatever the tug of war, whatever the pain is, I want to declare to you tonight, it will only end with a birthing of, of your promise. Peter is coming out. I'm talking about now contraction, I'm talking about birthing. If I'm talking about birthing, I should say a couple of things. You are conceived with Peter. And if, I, if you're conceived, Peter, I think it's important for me to talk about pregnancy for a few minutes. With pregnancy, when you are carrying or when you're conceived, the first month you tell somebody you're carrying, they won't believe you. You know who you're carrying. But others won't believe you because they can't. Second month, you tell them, I'm pregnant. You probably have to carry the doctor's report with you to tell people, yeah, uh, you're really conceived. Because on the outside, you are not showing. People need to see what is on the outside. People need to see it. People need to see the bulging. People need to see it's growing. And then they will believe you. Some of you have been carrying pregnant with promise. You know one day you are going to be used mightily by God. You know one day you will be a powerful weapon in the hands of God. You know that revival is coming, but today it doesn't look like it. It doesn't show like it. When you started, when resurgence started, it didn't look like it's going to be revival. Many of, our, many of us have such stories. When our life journey started, it didn't look like it's going to happen. It didn't look like the promise is coming out. It didn't look like revival is going to happen. It didn't look like God can ever use you because you are so messed up. But look at you now after 10 years look at resurgence look at you now it's showing it is slowly showing it's slowly getting bigger and bigger can i tell you something you are full term resurgence's full term has come some of your full term have come come on can i get an amen come on somebody put your hands together bless the lord Hallelujah. I know I'm in Canada, but can we have some India in the house? Can we have some Africa in the house? Can we have some people who go wild in the kingdom of God? Wild in the house of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Thank God for that sister who stood up. Amen. Can I give you all a chance? You know, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, usually the first session is where you are getting used to the people, and the people are getting used to you. Really, that's how it works. I don't have time to get used to you, and you don't have time to get used to me. (laughs) Tonight tonight is it. Or maybe, who knows? But anyway, tonight, tonight is it. But can I give you a chance today, tonight? If anybody wants to join together with me, and celebrate and shout together with me, and if anybody wants to declare that my season has come i'm about to give birth to my peter i'm about to give birth to what i've been carrying if i had some people tonight hey hey hallelujah praise god praise god praise god hallelujah some of you are thinking some of you might be thinking it is crazy why are you shouting why are you yelling but can i tell you something if you go for a hockey game what is the captain's name? What is the captain's name? Jonathan something? Eh? Jonathan McDavid? McDa- uh, Connor, McDa- <laughs> Con- Connor McDavid, sorry. Connor McDavid, he scores a goal. All the people who say, Pastor, I am just pious. Pastor, i that's my personal introvert. All those people who say I'm introvert, let me tell you, as a corner McDavid scores a goal. You go crazy here. You yell and scream because you want to celebrate your team scoring. And tonight, I want to declare resurgence. And some of you are giving birth. If you need a... If you need, if you need a better news, if you want to hear about your team winning, can I tell you something? 2,000 years ago, my captain is not, De- not Connor McDavid. His name is Jesus Christ. He scored a goal. It was on the mound of Golgotha. Hallelujah. And he crushed the head of the serpent. He crushed the head of the devil. And I'm here to celebrate our victorious. I'm here to declare I'm victorious through Christ Jesus. A devil, you try to stop me and prevent me from giving birth. You 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 try to elevate my Simon. You try to exaggerate my Simon. You tried everything possible to stop my Peter from being birthed. But I have a good news tonight. My Peter, the promised Peter, the promised future, it is getting birth tonight. I am here as a midwife tonight. I'm here as a midwife helping some of you to give birth in the name of Jesus. Some of you are getting, giving birth. Some of you are giving birth. Some of you are giving birth. Come on, can I have some people tonight? You're giving birth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, with with this couple, I know your name, we met. But I want to declare over you. And I see this. I see the heart and the head coming together. I see missions coming together. I I see money flowing. I see God raising up prophets in your house. Do you, do you, do you, do you have children already? Uh, three children. I see, I hear the, I hear the word Shiloh. Shiloh probably means nothing to you. But in the Bible, there is a Shiloh. And in that place called Shiloh, there's a temple. And that temple, inside that temple, there came a Samuel. And God is raising a prophetic, a priestly, and a, a Samuel inside your house. I see you in big buildings. I see you with books all around you and I'm going to use your voice as a voice for the people who don't have a voice. I'm going to make you a defender for people. And sister, I see you standing in front of not 100, not 200, but I see you standing in front of thousands of people. You will own buildings. I see you inside. I don't know if it is right now or not. But I see you inside a building. People come. It's an office. People come in and people go. And it it is to help the helpless. It is to help others. And through the work you do, whatever it is, through that work, I see a realm of influence opening. I see the anointing flowing through this, through this couple. You came under attack. You came under attack. But I'm giving you a key place in the city of Edmonton. Oh, Shabba Alama, Halma Jana, Halmana Pramanasya. Hallelujah. The devil tried to stop, the enemy tried to prevent you from giving birth. But I want to declare tonight you are giving birth. You are giving birth. That tug of war was a contraction. That tug of war was the enemy trying to stop you. But in this season, you are pushing your promise out oh, hallelujah, can I, can I, can I say something, can I say something, I was in the, remember I told you I was in the labor room, and I tell you, I will not be in that labor room again, well, if situation it means I'll be there, but otherwise, I, you know, I will not, you know why, because my wife standing here, she's got a good smile, you know, she smiles, but in that labor room, let me tell you, I don't know where that smiling Sheba disappeared. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. I still have nail marks. Somewhere. I still have nail marks on my arm somewhere because she, I, I, she grabbed me and her nails just went through my skin. I still have Mark. The cute little, nice, smiley Sheba disappeared because she's now pushing out the baby. Can I see some of you let go of that nice, cute, smiley face, and tonight get into the place of giving birth? I believe tonight I'm here to be a midwife I'm here to help some of you to give birth to your promise I'm here to help some of you to push out your Peter to push out the revivalist to push out the prophet to push out the missionary to push out your call to push out your destiny you are giving birth hey hallelujah He can sit down. He can sit down. When I talk about pregnancy and birthing, it is important because in this season, it is very important. Do you know why? Wow. Ah, Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> September 10th, the ninth month, September 10th, that evening, going into September 11th, September 12th, was the Hebrew Jewish New Year's. I don't know how many of you knew. Monday onwards was the Jewish New Year. 3 1. And the year they entered to is 5,779. And the, in, the, in the Hebrew system, that number 9 is very important. The number 9 is equivalent to the alphabet Tet, T-E-T. And that alphabet Tet, you know, represents something very profound. And it's so interesting, you all were praying and fasting from Monday onwards. You all were praying here or wherever you were praying and fasting. I was praying and fasting and waiting in my closet from Monday onwards as well. Because I knew God is going to give birth to something big. God is going to give birth to a mighty revival. I I, I don't get sick and tired of saying that again and again, but I'll say one more time. God is about to give birth to a revival in the land of Canada, in the land of Alberta, in the land of... Edmonton come on somebody who believe with me tonight the barren spiritually speaking the barren land of Alberta is about to see a mighty revival is about to become a fertile place that's why God is bringing people together that's why God is bringing churches together I tell you tonight eagles are gathering together at the gates of Edmonton at the gates of Edmonton, eagles are gathering together. Do you know what eagles represent? It represents seers. It represents people who have strength. It represents people who can see. I tell you, in Edmonton, God is bringing some eagles. And I am looking at some eagles who are about to soar. This is the year of soaring. This is the year of revival. This is the time and the season. Don't miss it. Amen, 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 amen. So five thousand seventy-nine. Nine. Nine. It's very significant because in the Hebrew system, alphabetic system, you know, uh, nine, nine is connected to the alphabet, Tet, and Tet shows something so profound. They call it pictogram. Tet shows the picture of a pregnant woman. So this Monday, we ended a season where people are going to give birth. To what they've been carrying. Last year, the Lord spoke several things about this last year that went past us. And I tell you, word for word, verbatim, every single thing that the Lord spoke at the beginning of the year came to pass. And I don't know how many of you understand Revelation 12. Uh, Travis, how long do I, how long do I have? I mean, is it okay? Can I keep going a little bit more longer? Is it okay? Okay. Uh, and, and it will take us to Revelation 12. In Revelation 12, you see two things. One, there's a woman who is pregnant. And then you see a serpent, a devourer that is trying to destroy the woman and the child she's carrying. You are sadly mistaken if you think that everything is going to be chummy chummy and everything is going to be fine. You're sadly mistaken. If you are a carrier of the promise, then there's a serpent, there's a devil that is following you, that is trying to chase, that is trying to destroy and devour the promise you are carrying. But can I give you the good news? If the Lord has placed that seed inside of you, if the Lord has placed the promise inside of you, no devil can thwart what heaven has started. No hell can destroy what heaven has started to do. I am here to declare that revival is our portion. I'm here to declare. The churches will see and increase resurgence will see and increase I hear a name I don't know if that person is here or not I hear a name Jamie it's, it's not a female I don't know if that person is here or not I I, do, I see a face but I don't see the face here that's the problem a Jamie a male person is that person here anywhere here just left praise God <laughs> amen huh amen <laughs> I see a Jamie in the place of a wilderness, a Jamie who the month of July was important. The last month of July was important. And I see a letter with that name, Jamie, and the letter is M. M. I wish Jamie was here. But I can tell you this. The Holy Spirit is telling me tonight to tell Jamie to hang in in the season. I see that person with a green t-shirt. Not tonight maybe, but I see that person with green green t-shirt. And the Holy Spirit is telling to tell Jamie to wait in this wilderness. Not to do anything drastic. Not to give up or not to wonder what's going on. And ask Lord, what am I doing? The next two years will be years of significance for that person, for Jamie. Can we pray together for Jamie tonight? Can I have people tonight declare a word over Jamie in the name of Jesus Jamie will be protected and preserved in this season of wilderness in this next 2 years nothing will be broken in that person's life Caris I hear the Lord say There is a priority that's going to be placed upon your timings, times. You you will come to a place where you will not have one minute to put aside. And this season is a process in your life. But I see the Lord make you a beautiful vessel. You will be an open vessel. A vessel that will be filled by the Holy Spirit. A vessel that will flow the anointing. Travis, I, I hear this, this this Philippines. I hear Philippines. I don't know if you have any plans for Philippines or not. But I hear the Lord say, Doors are opening for South America. God, doors are opening for... Philippines. Asian countries have not really opened up in the way it should open up. But Asian countries will open up for you. Come on everybody pray. And the Lord is raising up Travis as a prophetic voice in the land of Edmonton. He will be a forerunner for the revival that's going to dawn upon, that's going to come down upon this land. And even in the denomination, even in the organization, not just resurgence, resurgence you lead, but, but, but even outside of it, even outside of resurgence, in this land, in Canada, there will be acknowledgements and there will be positions and there will be opportunities that will open up for you. In this land. There will be seeds that will become vacant for you to walk in. There will be places, places. You might not even care so much about it. But as a result, as a secondary consequence of your obedience, the Lord is opening up doors and chairs in your life. Come on, can we give the Lord a praise? You are a carrier of the promise. And if you are a carrier of the promise, can I tell you something? There's an enemy that tries to to thwart your promise and the fulfillment of it. But what heaven started, hell cannot stop. Hallelujah. Do you know what Revelation 12 says? The, the, The devil, the snake, is chasing the woman. But God has prepared a place for the woman. Number one. Two, provision for the woman to be nourished. Number three, protection. Can I now prophesy this? Over each one of us who are carriers who are pregnant with the promises, can I tell you that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against me against us shall prosper. No weapon formed against the resurgence shall prosper. No weapon formed against the church shall prosper. Come on, can I have some people who will speak with an attitude? Put your back into it and show some oof. Come on, somebody say, no weapon, no weapon, no, 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 no weapon. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. It won't work. I don't know how to sing, but can I sing it? No weapon formed against against you, against me, shall prosper. No, 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 it won't. Come on, somebody, come on, somebody, open up your mouth and say it. It won't work. No, no, no weapon formed against me shall prosper it won't ah oh, praise god can i can i can i can i say it one more time no weapon formed against you shall prosper in the season you will prosper you will blossom you will go forward you will advance your Peter is coming out in the season hallelujah you are pregnant with promise and this is Push time. This is push time. Now, when you look at, sit down. When you look at, thank you so much for standing up and (laughs) celebrating with me. These are all our crew. We set it up already beforehand. No, just joking. (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) We're Just joking, just joking. Amen. Uh, But can can I say something to you? When you look at the life of Peter, what is the process? Matthew 16, you see Peter coming to a place where Peter had the greatest revelation. The greatest revelation. Talk about revelation, he's got the biggest, and the best, the best test. He's got the biggest revelation. And I tell you, Jesus asked, who do you think I am? And Peter said, you are none other than the Son of God. You are none other than Christ, you are none other than messiah and, and and Jesus said, Flesh and blood did not reveal to you, but my heavenly Father revealed this to you two seconds later, now he is on cloud 9 he's moonwalking, probably because he 's got the biggest revelation, he just had the biggest revelation, and on the back of the revelation, Jesus says to the disciples. Now, I have to go to Jerusalem and have to die. I have to be crucified. And Peter, this man, because he had the revelation or whatever it, it, it was, he's like, Yo, G. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> come, come, come. come. Let, let, me, let, me, let me just have one minute with you. Talk. Let's talk, just talk. And the Bible says, Peter rebuked Jesus. My goodness, think about the audacity of this man. Think about, you know, I mean, what's wrong with him? He's like, Jesus, don't do this. It's a bad idea. We are just having everything go so well. Everything is working so beautifully. And just don't do this. Rebuking Jesus. And all of a sudden, Jesus' reply was this. Get behind thee, Satan. Greatest revelation. Greatest revelation. And then gets one of the greatest hit ever. Skip over with me to Mark chapter 14. Verse 31 or somewhere around there, Mark chapter 14. Here is Jesus saying, tonight the the shepherd will be struck and the sheep will be scattered. And he's talking about what will happen in Jerusalem. And Peter said, no matter whoever disowns you, I will not. And Jesus, if you listen carefully, he said, all of the sheep, all of the disciples, all of you will be scattered. And here is now Peter replying, like, <laughs> you say, oh, great. These lightweights. <laughs> These, you know, young buds, young guys. These... Um, These young folks, disciples. (laughs) These young guys might disown you. I give it to you that. You're right. (laughs) But me? (laughs) Don't you know me? I will not disown you. No matter what happens. And Jesus replied. Do you want to know the reply? The reply is this. Before the rooster crows tonight or this morning. You will disown me three times. In other words, you'll be much more faster than the rooster. (laughs) You won't even give time for the rooster before that. You'll be so quick to disown me. I'm willing to die with you. I'm willing to go to the prison. That's what Peter said. Now skip over to Luke chapter 22, verse 31 onwards. Do you know what you see there? There's an argument, who is the greatest? I mean, Peter had a problem, Simon had a problem. He wants to be like the cat's meow, the dog's bow-wow. He wants to be the greatest. He wants to be the, the hero. He wants to be the supreme disciple out of all of them. That's just Peter. You talk to him, he wants to talk about himself all the time. That's Peter. And here, you know, they're talking about who is the greatest. And as they're talking greatest, Jesus had this gentle call, maybe loud call. I don't know. I wasn't there. So, Jesus Jesus called Simon, Simon the devil has asked you Satan has asked me to sift you away like wheat asked me to sift you away like wheat but I am praying for you and after you come out of this I like that After you come out, after you come out of the process, you will have a coming out. You will not always be sifted. You will not always be churned. You will not always go through the turbulence of life. You will not always go through the fights and the battles of life. There will come a time when you will come out of it. And when you come out of it, you will strengthen your brethren. Ah, I like that. I like that. There's a purpose. There's a purpose why you're going through it. I know what you're going through. I know already what will happen. The devil, in fact, prayed to me. Oh, the devil prays. The problem is the people of God doesn't pray. The devil is praying, demanding. And the reason why the devil demanded Jesus to have Peter is because Peter always relied on himself and Peter thought he can do it. If you don't know, then look at John chapter 18 verse 10. The garrison of army is coming against Jesus to capture him. But all of a sudden, here is Peter trying to show off. Peter takes a small little knife against the machinery of the army. Against the big sword of the army. And Peter takes this little penknife sword and then <laughs> cut the ears of an army man. They're gonna kill him right there. Jesus fixed it up quickly. He picked it up and put it there because otherwise they're coming back for him. Uh, He has to take care of it right then. But he's trying to show off, trying to say that I can do it. Remember what I told you I will stand up despite of all of these people leaving. I will stand with you. And I want to show you that I will stand with you. Peter, no matter what you show, I know you and I know what is to come. After you come out, you will strengthen your brother. The devil is praying to have you. But I am praying for you that you will come out. Ha. Uh, which prayer wins? Which prayer? Whose prayer will win? My intercessor, my great high priest, my older brother Jesus. My big J, he's in heaven praying for me. I tell you, no prayer he prayed has ever fallen to the ground. No prayer he prayed has ever been failed. He's praying for me. And the prayer is this. After you come out, after you come out of this turbulence, you will strengthen your brother. What are you going to strengthen your brother with? If I came out, you will also come out. If I came out of this dry season, you will also come out. If I came out of this temptation, you can also come out. If I can beat addiction, you can also beat addiction. If I can get out of all the nasty stuff out there, then you can also get out. Come on, you're going to come out and you're going to strengthen your brethren. Come on, come on, come on. There's a purpose to what I'm going through. There's a purpose to what I'm going through. My Peter is about to get birth hallelujah my Peter is about to get birth the devil has asked me to sift you away but I prayed and after you come out you will strengthen your brother in other words God Jesus knew what he's going to go through what the process is and the process was in the courtyard of the priest here is a young girl coming and asking Peter aren't you one of those people who was with Jesus? Oh, no. <laughs> that, that sounded like a horse. I mean, sorry. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that was my knowing Indian accent. <laughs> so no, he said no. S- then again another man came, comes and asks, no, 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 you 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 are one of those your accent betrays you. You are one of those people. You are with you were with Jesus. You are one of the disciples. You know what the Bible says? Peter begin to curse. <laughs> Bible doesn't say that. Peter, be, Peter begin to curse and say, "I do not know him. I do not know this man." And then the rooster crows. Think about that moment. He said, "I'm willing to go to prison." He said, "I'm willing to die." And yet, in the moment of pressure, in that process, he failed. But don't you forget Peter, he's already praying for you. Don't you forget Peter, he said, after you come out. Your failure and your mistake has not removed the promise. God is faithful. God is faithful. The one who promised is faithful. He knew what is coming. He knew what is coming. And the Lord whispered into my ears about two years ago when I, or three years ago when I first heard this. He said, I have plans, Dino. I have plans, I have plans, I have plans. The plans is to take you from the courtyard of your defeats. To take you to the upper room of divine appointments. Tonight there are people sitting here today sitting In the courtyard of your defeats, staring at what is next. But can I prophesy to you tonight? There's an upper room of divine appointment waiting for you. The worst defeat ever. The tragedy ever. Can I still go forward? Will I be still one of the apostles? Will I be still counted with the disciples? Ha! He probably kicked himself. But can I tell you something today? Come to John chapter 18. John chapter 18, sorry. Come to John chapter 22. 21. 21, they are fishing. Peter said, I don't care about you guys. I'm going fishing. Jesus appeared at the shore of Sea Tiberias and then asked them, do you have any, any fish? Do you have any? And they said, we don't have any. Cast your net on the right, right-hand side. And then after, they got a big fish, and John says, That's the Lord. Oh. this man, his heart is burning in midst of the fishing, in midst of whatever is going. His, his heart is aching, discouragement, disappointment. He didn't want to be with people, but people said, We will go with you because they don't even know what's going to happen to this guy. But listen to me carefully. As soon as John said, he is the Lord, this is Lord, Peter jumped into the water. And the Bible says he had to put on the robe. I don't even know what costume, what he had before. But don't use your imagination right now. But but he jumped into the water and he swam first to the master because that's his love. That's him. That's him despite of his failures. That's him despite of his mistake. That's him. He swam to Jesus. And then after eating the breakfast, here is Jesus asking, Peter, I came really to give you an audience. You are the one who is discouraged. You are the one in that place. You are the one who needs an audience. And here is Jesus saying, Peter, do you love me? You know I love you. Second time, Peter, do you love me? You know I love you. Three, third time, they love me and Peter broke. Peter could not hold it anymore. You know, Lord, you know. You know all. But I love you. I still love you. And Jesus commissions him. You all know Jesus was asking three times because of the three times he said, I disown him. But can I also bring the flip side of it, it probably was also because Jesus wanted to know, even after putting him through the process, do you love me? I let you go through the process. Do you still love me after the process? Because many people give up in the process. Many people become bitter in the process. Many people come out and say, God, if you did this to me, I don't want you anymore. And here is Jesus. Do you love me, Peter? Because this process was for your good. This process was to commission you. This process was to consecrate you. This process is to commission you. Now accept it too, I'm done. On the day of Pentecost, they are praying, and as they are praying, all of a sudden, Holy Spirit came upon them. Upon the 120. And they are wondering, these people are crazy because when they, when they had the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they began to speak in tongues. And you know what the people said around them? They had a little bit of too, too much drink. They had new wine. And Peter said, wait a minute. We are fishermen. We are from Galilee. We are not as educated as you are, but we don't drink at morning 9 o'clock. <laughs> we drink in the, we, even us, we drink, we fishermen drink in the evening, not at morning 9 o'clock. And then said, this is that prophet Joel said in the last days i'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh your sons and daughters will prophesy young men will see visions Older man will dream dreams, and your male-born servants and female-born servants, they too shall prophesy. This is that what Prophet Joel prophesied, and on that day, three thousand people got saved. Oh, he denied Jesus three times. That was the process, Peter. But this is your comeback. For all the three times you disowned me. I'm going to give you thousand times more souls For all the failures you had to go through, I'm going to give you thousand times more so. If the devil, ma- hey. if the devil attacked you and demanded to sift you like a wheat, tonight I'm going to make a declaration. I'm going to make the devil pay. I'm going to make the enemy pay for all the hard times and for all the difficulties you went through you're going to get some sauce. Hey, 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 can I have some people stand up with me? If there's anybody who wanna come to the front, I see somebody, I see somebody with a back problem. I see somebody with a back problem somewhere. I don't even know. I can't see the face of it. But somebody who have a back issue, really at the very lower back, right here somewhere, right here. I see a circle. It's almost like you went and saw a doctor. And the doctor said, there's something to be done in this area. If that's you, you can come to the front. But otherwise, even others too. Everybody come to the front if you don't mind. We're going to pray together. But I am here to declare that you are about to give birth, your Pentecost. You are about to give birth to your promise. Hey, hey, hey. Peter, you were a wishy-washy, wobbly Peter before. You were a finicky Simon. But I'm about to make you a fiery Peter. And on the day of Pentecost, he spoke one message. Hermeneutically, the wrongest message. Hermeneutically, the poorest message. Hermeneutically, not good at all. Homiletically, not good at all. But one message brought 3,000, 3,000 people to Jesus. One message. One message. One message brought 3,000 people to Jesus. We are preaching 3,000 messages and not even one. But Peter preached one message and 3,000 people got saved. Chapter 3. He goes to the synagogue, temple, and heals a crippled man. I want to say, healing is in the house. If there's anybody wanting healing in their body... Anybody wanting healing of your heart? Anybody wants healing of your emotions? Tonight, healing is in the house. Oh, hallelujah. Chapter 4. They said to him, Do not preach about this Jesus this way. And he replied, Who shall we listen to, you or God? Peter, where did you get this confidence? This came because of the process, this came because of the Holy Spirit. Chapter 5, they put him in the prison, but they come out of the prison. There's no bondage. There's no hell. There is no prison that can keep you in. There's no fortress that is strong enough to keep Peter's in. Tonight is your night. You're coming out from your finicky place to a place of a fiery evangelist. Karis, would you, would, you, would you help? Karis, would you help? Karis, would you help? Charis, would you help? I am asking the Lord to pour out his spirit upon people. I'm asking the Lord to anoint people tonight. Lord, there'll be a drastic dramatic change. Hey. Hey. Oh, hallelujah. I'm gonna ask you not to be an onlooker. I'm from Kerala, I don't have anything don't have anything all I have and all we have is the blessed Holy Spirit and all we are doing tonight is creating an atmosphere for a mega mighty revival to break forth in the land of Edmonton hey I just need some of you to join together with me can we let go of the cute pretty churchy way of being Tonight, can we have some people who are in the labor room, ready to give birth. Let there be a mighty roar come out of this place. Let there be a mighty sound rise from this place. On the day of Pentecost, a sound, the sound of a rushing violent wind came down. When there is a move of the Holy Spirit, there is a sound. There is a sound. Can I hear the sound of some people? Can I hear some of you giving birth to your promise? pushing out your Peter. Choking out your Simon and pushing out your Peter. Tonight Simons are crucified. Tonight Simons are cancelled. Tonight Simons are taking a back step. Come on somebody! Hey! There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Hey! Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Just a few more seconds. Everybody lift up your voice. Pray, 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 pray. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to quickly, quickly lay my hands. Travis, would you join together too? We're going to quickly pray for people. If there are any leaders that you want to invite, let them come. We're going to quickly pray for people. Don't hang back. We're going to pray together. Pray people. Pray people. Together can we pray? Let Peter's come out. Let your promise come out. Let your promise come out. Let your promise come out. Let Peter's come out. Let Peter come out. Let promise come out. In the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of Resurgence. For more information, go to liveresurgence.com.